Hi, I'm Abhinav. I'm Madhu. Welcome to the Inspiring Idea Podcast. We interview people from across the world and share their life stories and success formulas with our audience. We hope this will inspire you to achieve your dreams. So, let's get the show started. Saurabh and Preksha, thank you so much for being with us today. How are you guys going today? Very well. I caught us at the right time. Same here. In this episode, we want to explore your life journey, deep dive into the key moments which contributed to who you are today. And let's start uh, talking about with alpha.ai. Saurabh, starting with you, how would you describe your life journey and the key moment and decision that led you to start alpha.ai? Actually, like a few years ago, we used to have an analytics company and we built this technology where people can ask questions. Uh, on their data and we were uh, because of the technology was very very good and attractive we became super popular among enterprises and uh, while working with them we realized that it takes a lot of time for an enterprise to adopt the technology we used to do a lot of linkedin posts and videos and preksha has been doing a lot of content around it and suddenly we realized that uh, it's not fair on our part to have this beautiful technology and not give it in the hands of people and that is what led to the creation of alpha ai and our citizen data scientist program in this program and this uh, new alpha ai journey what we realized that uh, if we can figure out a way to let everybody use this technology for free and you know to understand what data is so that is all uh, what led to from previous journey to alpha ai that's beautiful and and preksha you know we saw your viral post where uh, you had your first interview with saurabh which made you transition from a chef to a co-founder and and chief marketing officer of alpha the ai so if you can share your story please yeah i never thought that i'll do something in technology in fact i think before i met saurabh i used to have my excels made by my assistant because i wouldn't even want to look at it but i realized that world is moving on and everything is about technology now and when i spoke to this guy and i realized that i am standing outside so it seems like uh, you know maybe i can take a step in that way i can probably start somewhere with a startup which is trying to figure out how to help uh, other companies other businesses so that was the step i took and i came in in sales with saurav and i was horrible he hated <laughs> he hated how i was doing at that time actually but moving on from there we had few ideas that you know i wanted to sell to a few customers who who required few things that sort of uh, was adamant about that you know you should if you want to deliver this you should probably you know create this you should probably write this and i knew that we wanted to give something valuable but i did not know technology and sort of already was so much so flush with every other project that he had at the time so that's where my inclination towards technology started becoming more um, you know prominent and i decided to realize that i need to be in doing something instead of you know just trying to figure out from the side that how it's going to happen or someone will come and create something and then share something so from there we have been doing this for almost 7 years for us 7 7 and a half years i guess wow and <laughs> yeah so we took this journey and uh, sort of was kind enough and promote me in the uh, you know in in coming years and i was taking charge of marketing and from we had like enough we could transition my role from technology to marketing so i started to learn on that side and figured out few things and now you see what i do awesome saurabh what was your first impression when you met uh, preksha for the first time 
I am going to share something which uh, we haven't shared with anybody. Like I haven't shared with anybody totally. Your podcast is going to have that piece over there. So if you guys are ready, I can share that content. So Absolutely. if you check out one of the links which I've given it to you, which is mm-hmm. a YouTube link, this link is eight years old. Wow. And this is the link where I interviewed Preksha. Wonderful. Surprisingly. So what I, what happened with me was I was looking out for somebody who can review food items, right? Because mm-hmm. we were focusing on FNB and customer experiences. I said, Preksha, why don't you create a review and give it to me? So during that interview while that was going on, I said, okay, come on, let me record you. Why don't you give a review of this product? So this video, which I've shared, this is one of those oldest and unique video of Preksha creating content eight years ago. Wow. Okay. So I, I've shared it. So, you know, please make it And you it can like see how awkward secure. I was in that. And, and for our podcast listeners, we're going to put this link uh, in the podcast as well. <laughs> how far she has come from this video to the kind of content she creates. And uh, what an amazing lady she is, right? Uh, coming all the way from cooking is something like an art right and uh, her idea about cooking and her systematic approach her detailing towards that particular uh, thing whatever she used to do i when i met her first time i thought like if there is a way i can possibly take this girl right apply all her way and the thought process in the style put it into the technology that will be super super amazing and uh, she had a lot of potential like eight years ago when I met her first time. And you all see where, where she is. Now we talk about transferable skills and this is the first time somebody has implemented it, isn't it? <laughs> One more thing is like uh, what we also, so what I was adding is what we both realized that uh, we have been doing a lot of LinkedIn content and those content has been viral. We were being very, very popular. People have been watching our content. But there was one thing which was, you know, uh, biting us most of the time. We said, hey, you know, we have been in the limelight for as long as we can think, right? But what change have we bought in the people? We have built a good technology, but have we been to make them a hero? Because at most of the time, you know, when in your office, you're supposed to build a report, you don't like that experience. After that, once you're done with three hours of reporting, you say, thank God, it's done. And me and Rachel are saying, hey, like everybody, because of this COVID and all, you know, everybody was very depressed and you yeah. know, thinking, feeling low all the time. We said, like, is there a way that we both can transfer our this skill to people? And that was also one thing which makes the whole fellowship program very unique, where you will realize that the fellows have started creating that kind of content, which is going viral. Every Saturday, we do this thing, session, right, on LinkedIn Live at 7 p.m. And you'll see a lot of fellows coming on. It gives both of us so much pleasure to watch them perform and create content. And that is where I think, you know, we really figured out a way to make this transferable skill piece really active. That's fantastic. I was just about to say, uh, Preksha, you are the second chef in our show who's made this journey into the AI. Yeah. yeah, so we had Rishi Desai in our show. Rishi Desai was one of the top five in MasterChef Australia in 2013. And wow. then he built his career in AI in one of the world's uh, top cybernetic practitioners today. Good part is like today, uh, the opportunity is such that anyone who wants to do something technology, there are tools and there are courses, there are mentors available to help you through it. But more of the applied technology side that people usually roll out in. And especially analytics is a good space that you, you guys have taken. 
where there's always a business user coming and asking the technology, okay, what's happening? Can you produce this? Okay. And you've got number of disparate data sources, structured, unstructured, and whatever number of data that we have got. I'm from the data analytics background. I understand it so well. Now, when you compare that with the fellowship programs that you guys are doing, so you are basically creating heroes. What next for them once they complete the fellowship? Is there anything else we are planning to do with them? Yeah, the thing is that how I think about we are trying trying to figure out how to fit both the ideologies and that will create value. So um, what they're thinking is, you know, because business users and I am a business user, then that's how we have always looked at it. If I can't do something, that there needs to be an easier way, and that is one reason why the transition from you know we sort of was always uh, in data analytics field, right? But when I came in, there was a there were a lot of things I did not understand. I have studied a lot to get here, but there are still things that I don't understand, right? There are still activities that I'll need some help with. And that's what was sort of the idea of alpha AI. And similarly, I can understand that business users struggle with a lot of the same situations, right? Yeah. So with alpha AI fellowship program, the idea is like, it is not about the tool, but how do we give them that confidence that they should be able to create stories that prove their hypothesis or at least give them confidence to present in front of their leaders. There are users who are already in some kind of roles and then there are students who both of them will need some kind of data driven approach or uh, you know have that logical data literacy part where they will need to show that that they are the ones who are being able to think logically put data on the table and maybe you know drive that initiative that's really amazing actually i've seen some amazing excel analytics uh, you know created by the fellows of alpha there are some amazing videos out there would you like to share a couple of examples with us today yeah I'll just add to what uh, Preksha was saying because that is uh, very, very uh, important as a mission, what we have. So what we realized is a lot of people uh, across, how it all started also was that a uh, lot of started pinging us over LinkedIn and they used to be uh, like a lot of messages all the time. What should we do? We have done this course. We have done that course. Normally, I didn't used to pay any heed or reply to those messages because we had a full-time job like you both also have, right? And uh, what we realized, one, there was a girl who kept on uh, pinging me for like more than two months every time. She said like, you know, uh, can I call you? Can I call you? And I was like uh, really, very, very irritated. And just out of meditation, I said, okay, give me your number. I'm going to call you right now. So I called her and I asked her, what is it which I can help you with? And she said, hey, you know, I, uh, I want to become a data scientist. That is how she started. I said, uh, that is pretty cool. So imagine I give you a job of a data scientist and it was a weekend. From Monday, you have to start. What will you do when you come to office? She said, after giving a few seconds here or there, she said, hey, I will do forecasting for you. And I said, okay what are you going to do on the day two of your job? And then she started. And then suddenly she broke. That confidence of that girl suddenly disappeared. Mm -hmm. And what she shared with me was heart-wrenching. She said, you know, I've been watching uh, you guys' content and all, and I want to become this data scientist. I have done this Python course and some course from Coursera and the Stanford and the Udemy of the world. And I'm doing this thing from six, eight months. I am about to graduate. I'm looking out for a job, right? And somehow I feel if I don't do this thing, I will be left out. And even I have done everything, but I don't know what is happening with me. I'm not able to do anything out of it. 
and that is where uh, i personally got an impression and learned about that the situation is far more worse than what we all think something mm-hmm. which is a machine learning for people who are already in the job and people who are yet to get into a job they think that this is the only thing to learn they all are taking very very hard way towards learning these things you know majority of the people who don't take maths and they move on to other streams is not because they don't like math because they were not introduced to mathematics in the way they should have been introduced over there so mm-hmm. i realized that majority of the world is getting introduced to be a data scientist in absolutely wrong way not everybody has to be a data scientist and that is something we realize that close to a billion people in the world will like to go and they will be super attracted toward these kind of jobs so we said if we can create something what we call it citizen data scientist and enable people put them on the right path so that they can get a better job right and they don't need to go through the tedious path of learning python and all those things because in my opinion all these tools will be irrelevant like today also if you guys have don't is in the technology side we don't remember the stacks and lot of people and lot of developers are being called like google developers or stack overflow developer they used to search everything and they'll go and like just write it into the code now imagine with this speed literally you don't need to remember and know the tool whenever you need it you can google it and you can learn it in future it that will also be commoditized is the skill set which will be required for the future so skill set which is required for the future we realize is how do you do a very good storytelling of course right you we all should do it but if you can back your story with data that is where you will win and i'll give one small snippet which is normally we share with only with our fellows who join us on the on the induction day right and uh, outside world doesn't knows how we do it what makes it so special but i'll give you that small 20 second thing that what we tell them we ask them that how many people know hindi so i'm assuming that the listeners to your podcast might be aware of hindi and we tell them one word which is naukri people hear naukri and they'll smile and then we tell them naukar and then nobody smiles mm. okay so then i tell and as soon as i tell them that naukar naukri karta hai we all go to our office to be a work horse have you any of you have seen a work horse winning a race and getting a medal or the person who rides the work horse so if you go and acquire a skill like uh, flying in the air walking on in the fire you're just going to make yourself a better work horse so whenever we do this fellows program we say it's not like a, a work horse skill okay we don't want people to become work horse anymore still you can go to your uh, go to your job go to your office but bring that mindset of an owner right mm-hmm. there is nothing wrong in it so how do you change your mindset of being a work horse to a data leader that is what it is all about and that is what makes every everybody who is a part of it you will you will try and see as uh, abhinav was sharing there is a lot of energy in the people they are sharing and they are very happy excited it's not because they are doing some force and this whole feeling of collective energy right which is which is going 10x of what we have already what we had is what drives us a lot so that was basically it was uh, this is how we all started that is where we all are going in the direction some of the examples about the work which yeah. the fellows have done so probably we'll share certain links with you uh, excitingly tomorrow we are going to do a very exclusive event in that event we are going to we are calling this thing like a weird name called like premier show because it is something i want people to have fun with data i want people to love data you know fall in love with it use it everywhere 
this is such an interesting journey. I've been like, I'm at like 41, 42 and more than 25 years I've been working. I have loved my entire journey and I want everybody to love that journey. Okay. So my intention of this uh, entire, uh, our intention of like building the program and this tomorrow show is so that's the reason we call it Excel premiere show. Some kind like a movie is going to release kind of thing. You know, we, we try and come up with this cooler words to make it fun. Fascinating answers, right? So, and I just wanted to talk about uh, uh, what Gartner predicted in by 2023. They were saying 25% of the employee interactions will be done through voice. This firms up nicely about your vision where you have a, a patent filed to combine the data science with natural language processing. So do you want to talk about that? That's, that's, I've never seen it before. So I'll, I'll tell you something with, which is very unique and what people think about it. So normally, whenever you're designing any technology which has to do with data retrieval, you are designing as per the existing experiences which you already had in the past. So imagine if you're designing for a bank and the person who is designing it, he will design it as per his own personal experiences. Yeah. That, okay, these can be the requirement. This is how the data can be. Now, the problem with these technologies is, this set of technologies is, when requirements change, which are bound to change in future, then the entire technology has to go through a you know, deep change over there. And that is where uh, the platform which we designed. So I thought uh, uh, very, very, I spent like a good amount of four years in thinking about like, how do we solve this problem to the core? So imagine a technology which can answer the question which it hasn't heard before. So that is what the Alpha AI platform is. So when you connect it to any kind of data source, you don't need to teach anything to Alpha. Alpha figures out the context of the question on the fly, even if Alpha AI is hearing that question first time. So that is what makes it very very interesting and in the in the general terms if you try and understand how it is working is imagine we are uh, we are in france okay we go to paris we all three as friends we go to we all four as friends go to paris now in paris people talk in french we don't understand anything of french but whenever they are trying to say something we will try and use a dictionary and try and figure out some context of what they are saying we are not going to learn all the possible questions or the, all the possible ways that people can talk in french so that is one of the say uh, motivations behind building it so imagine a technology which has never heard french and it has a dictionary of french and when you are asking questions in french it is able to understand so that if that helps you this is much more similar to how google answers your question and how, say, OpenAI answers your question. It's a, it's a very high form of, of uh, transfer learning, right? And uh, that is what we have been building, and that is where the patent lies in. So, it's, so the entire technology, we call it, like, say, a database-driven unique intent creator. Yeah, yeah, unique. I have, I have, I have like, a, so it is like a, like using a transformer decoder behind the scenes. So it's a pretty technical name we have, but I'll avoid it for the listeners. But it's the kind of way how people who don't know French can understand French with the help of a dictionary. That is the kind of technology it is. So though we don't need to learn the entire French sentences, unlike the chatbots. Got it, got it. That's, if I may okay. add to it, uh, Please, you know, not, not the technology part, but like how Gartner has reported that, you know, a lot of people will be shifting towards voice-based solutions. So when we, when we thought of doing alpha, 
Saurabh was anyway playing with the uh, NLP at that point, and he was trying to. It was he was curious. It was fun. I I made a video when Saurabh was uh, asking Google Home few questions, and I posted it online. Yes. And it went viral. And we realized that you know people are so much into uh, trying out the new voice thing because it was easy. It was something that they felt excited about, and they they were seeing a solution that was essentially helping them make business really easy. So that was sort of a, a validation that we did in the beginning to understand that whether people will also. uh well this could be a good business scenario because before that if you see alexa and google home and siri they are used for personal you know few um tasks here and there but nothing is in mainstream business business use case which will actually make money to the uh, technology companies right this is the end of episode 1 i'm sure you have enjoyed this fascinating discussion with preksha and saurabh episode 2 would be releasing soon Follow Inspiring Idea LinkedIn page for all the updates. Thank you.